how some days there are just certain things on your mind, on your heart, and you just need to share them with someone? Well, today is one of those days, and that someone is you. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to another episode of Awaken the Extraordinary. I hope you are having a wonderful morning thus far. And thanks for taking the time to listen. I really appreciate it. So I wanted to share a snippet of a conversation that I had with my father recently about pain. And I'm not talking about physical pain. I'm talking about emotional pain, specifically the pain that we experience when we lose a loved one. If you have seen me on Instagram within the past couple of weeks, you likely know that my mother passed away four weeks ago yesterday. And it hurts every day. I will share more about my experience in a future episode. I think right now I am still allowing myself the time and the space that I need to process, to grieve, to reflect and to learn from that experience. And I've learned a lot and I definitely want to share that with you. I've, I've had some realizations that I didn't anticipate having. And I absolutely want to share that with you. It, it just needs to be at the right time. And Right now, it's not. I have shared a lot on my stories, though, on Instagram, and I will likely continue to do so as long as I feel inspired to do so. This conversation with my father happened a couple of weeks after my mom passed, and I realized something in the course of our conversation that I don't think I had thought about before. So it was really tough for my dad, you know, for obvious reasons. And, you know, she passed away on a Thursday and the Wednesday after he celebrated a birthday three weeks after she passed would have been their 51st anniversary. So there were, you know, a couple of really big milestones relatively recent, you know, relatively soon after she passed. And, you know, you, you add that to the pain that he was already experiencing and it, it just amplified it. My dad is not 
a very emotional person. Although as I've told him, he's, he's definitely mellowed and softened with age and neither side of my family seems to desire or be particularly skilled at talking about their emotions, expressing their emotions. It seemed to be an easier thing to do on my mom's side, on my dad's side, not so much. And I love talking about emotions and how things impact us. So that's something that I've woven into a lot of the conversations that I, I've had with both of my parents, but I, I think more so with my father over the past several years. And the reason for that is this, when someone is experiencing a lot of medical issues or pain, you know, they're going through something that's uncomfortable, something that's challenging. I think it's natural to ask them how they're doing, but we very rarely ask the people that are also involved in that how they're doing. You know, I I see a lot of commercials for St. Jude's. And so I think, you know, when you're talking to a parent with a child, you know, especially a younger child, and they're going through that type of situation, I think we we frequently ask them how they're doing. But it seems like as we get older, I don't know if we think it impacts us less if it's another adult that is going through the challenging time and we are there as support or we are, you know, their partner or perhaps their child. I think, you know, the question of how are you doing, it's often directed to the person that is directly experiencing that challenge. And so one of the things that I've asked my dad periodically, you know, over these past few years when my mom was in and out of the hospital is, how are you doing? And most of the time, he would be honest about how he was feeling and what he was experiencing and what his own challenges were. As I said, I feel like it's it's very easy to focus on the person that's directly impacted. And so looking at those conversations that I had with my dad about how he was feeling and, you know, my reminders to him that he mattered too, that he needed to take care of himself as well. I think it 
laid the foundation for us to have different types of conversations after my mom passed. And my hope is that he felt comfortable talking about those things with me. I don't do well pretending things aren't like a thing. I don't do well, especially when it comes to emotionally charged situations. I don't do well at sweeping things under the rug, nor do I really want to. I feel like it's really important to feel whatever it is we're feeling to first acknowledge it and then second to allow space for that. When my dad and I were talking about pain, and this was, I think, a couple of weeks ago, I told him, I said, I don't know that the pain ever really goes away or that it even lessens. You know, people say, oh, well, the, the pain goes away in time. And I told him, I said, when I think of that statement, I think of my dogs, Snickers and Twinkie. And gosh, we lost Snickers in 2018 and Twinkie in 2019. So we're going on four and five years and I still get choked up when I talk about them. I still cry sometimes when I think of them. And as I shared previously on my podcast about them and in a story recently on Instagram, I really believe they were my first experience with unconditional love. And I believe they were my soulmates in canine form. And their loss impacted me significantly. And I'm still in pain over that. And I think of them literally every day. And I told my dad, the pain hasn't gone away. I've just learned how to live with it. And I think that's the same for people. And I was saying this in an attempt to help him, of course. We just become used to being sad about this, to being hurt that they're no longer with us, to being sad about that. We get used to 
the feeling that we have when we think about the things that we wish we had said or the things that we wish we had done with them. We just get used to that. And I think it's like with a lot of things. We learn how to accept it. And it becomes a part of our emotional makeup, I guess. It becomes a part of who we are. It's like a quilt. It just becomes another piece of what makes us who we are. I feel as though we live in a world that encourages us to occupy ourselves, to distract ourselves so that we don't sit with the pain. We don't sit with the sadness. And I don't think that's healthy. I believe that things are getting better and more and more people are understanding the importance of dealing with whatever it is we're feeling head on. Because if we don't, that avoidance of what's painful, of what's uncomfortable, of what doesn't feel good, it typically manifests itself into something else that is not healthy or good for us. You know, you think about the reason that a lot of a lot of people choose to drink or use drugs or shop or gamble. It's usually to fill some sort of void. And perhaps that void would have a better possibility of being filled if you actually addressed it head on versus trying to find all of these other things that made you feel as though that void isn't actually there. And in this instance, I encouraged my dad to just acknowledge everything that he was feeling. The pain and the sadness, just to accept it. It's to be expected, I told him. You've known this woman since I think 1970. You were married nearly 51 years. You built a life together. You were her sole caregiver for five years. 
you live through really challenging, difficult times as a couple, and you live through really good times. You had me. Hopefully that was one of the good times, <laughs> although I'm sure it it created some angst for them at times as well. But how you're feeling, it's to be expected. You had a life together. And that person that you built that life with is no longer here. Of course, you're going to be sad. Of course, you're going to be disappointed at all the things that you had planned that you didn't do. And that's okay. Just feel what you're feeling. And if you need to cry, then sit down and cry. And then once you get all of that out, at least for that particular instance, then go do something that makes you happy. Don't try to distract yourself from any of this. It doesn't feel good. And that's okay. And to me, the the pain and the sadness, it goes with the territory because you cared, because you loved her and you still love her. And what got to me was, um, you know, he told me, I, I don't think I ever realized how much I loved your mom. And I think that's true for so many of us with, with really anything we often don't know what we have until we don't have it. And I think in many cases, we, we do understand and appreciate what we have, but when it's gone, I think we realize how deep our love and appreciation actually ran. And that's a beautiful thing. And so I wanted to share this story with you because again, I feel like we live in a world that's really full of distraction. It's easier to numb out and detach than it is to sit with the stuff that doesn't feel good, that makes us uncomfortable, that's painful. We do all of these things to distract us, but are we better for that? I don't think so. Loss is a part of life. The loss of people we care about of animals we care about, it is a part of life. And it's a really crappy part of life. But it is a part of life. And I feel like what has made it easier for me is exactly what I told my dad. It's really too accept the heartache that I feel over the loss of my mom 
as a part of who I am. And I have that heartache because I loved her. And she was important to me, as complicated as our relationship could be at times, that didn't minimize my love for her. My pain and sadness over her loss has become a part of who I am. And over time, I will get used to that feeling. So it may appear to others as though the pain has lessened. But in actuality, it's simply something that I have become accustomed to feeling. And that's okay. And I feel like that mindset has allowed me to get to where I am right now, which is handling it better than I would have imagined I would have. And I know it's different for every person. I know this is different for my dad. And when I told him my my thoughts on pain, he said, yeah, you're probably right. And I said, I know I am. <laughs> and the role I play sometimes in my family is this very egotistical, arrogant person because it's fun and it elicits laughs. But I really do think I'm right with this. And if you are suffering from any sort of loss, I hope this has been helpful for you. It is a part of life, loss. And it's a shitty part. But like I said, it becomes a patch on our own personal quilt. And it's really important to give yourself the time and the space to grieve in the way that makes sense for you. doesn't matter if other people don't understand or agree. You know what's best for you in your heart and your soul. You know what's best for you. So I encourage you to do that. And if you need help working through the grief, then I, I strongly suggest looking into therapy. There's so many resources out there that make therapy much more accessible than it used to be. BetterHelp is one app that I really liked because it connected me with a therapist that helped me work through some things a few years ago. And so that is one resource, and I will reference that in the episode notes. But pain is a part of life. I encourage you to give, give yourself time and space and permission to actually feel it 
work through it in the time frame that you need to. And just know that if you are always feeling some level of pain and sadness, it's okay. Like I said, it means you cared. And in a world where it feels like people don't care as much as we'd like, it's nice to know that many of us still have the ability to care deeply about someone else. Feel whatever it is you need to feel. And you'll probably work through things a lot more quickly. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. Stay kind, stay compassionate, and stay curious with yourself and others. And I will talk with you soon.